It's really dope. We feel professional. Oh, we sound t- good. We yeah, actually. Before we had like a like a karaoke kind of mic. Yeah. Like a mic. <laughs> 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 it's like plastic. The ones the, the ones the little kids use. <laughs> Not plugged onto anything. Right. <laughs> It has that like weird vibration. So it echoes. (laughs) I'm Kaya. And I'm Yasmin. And this is the Mixed Feelings Podcast. Welcome back to the Mixed Feelings Podcast. Welcome. Here we are. We're talking about joy, uh, fear, pain, failure, success, hell. Yeah. There's beauty in the struggle, ugliness in the success. We were blessed. If you haven't heard that song by J. Cole, figure it out. You're not a real fan. You're not a real fan if you don't know what we're talking about here. <laughs> if you can't get it from our few little hums. And <laughs> also, just the title alone. Like, yeah. if you didn't catch on, what are you doing? It's okay. We, not everybody that listens is, like, on that. Well, they need to be. <laughs> it's week six. At this point, you should all be J. Cole fans. You should know that we're J. Cole fans. <laughs> just because we're light-skinned and woke. <laughs> Just like our man, J. Cole. So, today we have sat down with Gerald. He's, honestly, he's one of the coolest people that I actually know. Um, But my clothing brand is called NSOD. It's an acronym for Never Stop On Dreams. And basically, my, the purpose behind it is to inspire people um, and motivate people to keep pursuing their passions, you know, stuff that they love doing. Like, if you could do it every day for free, you want to get paid, obviously, but if you could do it for free every day, all day, that is the one thing that I want you to pursue. Um, Because I know what it does for me, so I know just how much it can do for other people. Um, I started that, started the company when I was 15 with the help of my dad. He has, like, great business logic. Um, But when I was 13 is when I really started to graphic design so it took me a couple years to um not only show my parents how serious I was but also to understand if that's something that I really wanted because there was a time where I wanted to be like a chef because I could cook (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely the coldest cook in America probably right now (laughs) but uh then I wanted to be a zoologist um and then I kind of like fell out of those passions and then you know, started to uh, find love and, like, just creating clothes. But I love creating, period, so. um, But my main focus right now is just clothes. I'm really grateful to have him in my life. He is this amazingly talented designer who has his own clothing line called ENSOD, which stands for Never Stop On Dreams. And he's worked really hard on it, and it is fire seriously fire link in bio (laughs) but actually we'll put his link in our bio for real (laughs) so why is this topic important to us kaya yeah i well let's just be vulnerable let's be real vulnerable right now 
I have kind of lost my joy mm-hmm. so far in this year. That's so real. Yeah. And, and for well, for me, it didn't start this year. I should start it. 2016. You're so right. And the joy has just been depleting. It kind of blew up. And it just gets, somehow it keeps getting smaller and smaller. How unfortunate. But I think it's awesome that both you and I recognize that in ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And we recognize the fact that we need to keep our joy. Yeah, we do. We gotta keep our magic. Not let anybody steal in our joy. No, because joy is different than happiness, right? Yeah, it is. So the way that we look at joy is joy is something that is yours. Mm -hmm. No one can take it from you. Nobody. It's something that is within, deep within, right? So even if you are going through it, hella struggles, bad luck, whatever, no one can take your joy. It's still there. You're willing to struggle for Mm -hmm. joy. And a lot of people mix up joy and happiness, and we didn't know this until, what, a week ago? Mm -hmm. About a week ago. About a week ago. Yeah. Happiness is external stuff. So how much money you got, the friends you've got, the whip that you're in. Oh, damn, what's that song? Is it still the same song? Love Yours? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Sorry, <laughs> I was like, are we talking about Bobby Shmurda? Are we- <laughs> That's why we named it this episode. No, I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. Um, and so happiness can be taken away. You know, you could all of a sudden get your car towed, and then you're out with 300 bucks. You can all of a sudden go broke. Oh, we all go broke at some point. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's the point. I'm still trying to get out of the broke. I'm trying to get fixed. Yeah. But joy, nobody can take that. So, joy. For black women specifically, right? Mm. Yes. I knew you were going to love that. I love talking about black women. You're right. <laughs> we're coming. <laughs> no, you go. I was just going to point out that I think all of our listeners now at this point have got to at least anticipate that we're going to talk about black women somewhere, regardless of what the topic is. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And we're talking about joy today. Oh, joy. We have to talk about black women. What you got to say? I lost it. Mm, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if we're bringing it back to like black women, right? Like Right. And like, specifically us, like... And not to put us on, like, the victim train. But buckle up, bitch, for front seat. <laughs> Exactly. But, like, for us, joy is something that's been really difficult to achieve in our personal lives lately. And I think that's why we started the Mixed Feelings podcast. Yeah, that's what it was for me, too. Amongst other reasons, which we'll talk about later. But the fact that we are allowed to say whatever we want, whenever we want, uninhibited, mm-hmm. that that is so joyful. Like, it brings me so much joy. It's empowering. Super empowering. And I think that that's why a lot of people who don't feel that inner joy, they turn to creating. Nah, yeah, I definitely will explain myself. It's kind of hard to say that on one thing. More than anything, I love business, though. So, like, I love strategy. I love marketing. I love those things. But I do have a lot of hobbies that have to do with creating. So I enjoy painting, photography, graphic design. Um, I could be missing out on a few things, but... Those are the things that I could think of right now. So it's kind of hard to be like, yeah, I'm just this one thing. So I like to just tell people I'm a creator because I love, yeah, I love making those things. Even when I was, uh, even when I was in high school, every day I used to like come up with quotes in my head. Um, I think I was uh, a, fr- yeah, it was a freshman. 
was a freshman. It was my math class. I would walk in there every morning, tired as hell, and I would sit there for a moment, and then I would just go on the board and write it. So, like, I don't care if people seen it or not. And eventually it became habitual to the point where, like, my teacher would be like, well, Gerald, do you have anything today? So <laughs> sometimes I used to be like, yeah, used to be like, uh, nah, nothing, dog. Y'all better look at those math problems. Um, but it like challenged me to start thinking about my days. Cause like a lot of those sayings that I will say would just be based upon my previous day or my current day, or maybe something that I hope for tomorrow. So, um, I've always had like this way of creating with words too. Um, but that has not been my main attention. I always love like visual things, um, when it comes to like pictures of some sort, you know, I'm not too much of a person of like uh words if that makes sense like i love communicating but i'd rather try to create a picture than to put words together but yes i will definitely define myself as a creator can we kind of like broaden everyone's understanding of what being a creator is yeah please because I think that a lot of times when people think of creativity, it's usually reserved for things like art, poetry, dance, music, you know, that kind of realm of things. But you can create outside of that. Definitely. Talking about us. Okay. Right? Yeah, let's talk about us. Before this, I just didn't think that I was that creative of a person, which I was, but it was outside of the norm of creativity. But now that we have this podcast, I feel like I have ownership of that word, which is interesting. You know, why didn't I think I was creative before? Yeah, we're definitely creators. Yeah, we we for sure are now. (laughs) And I mean, on top of that, even like your own Instagram, that's creativity, that's expression. That's a really good point. And then also like, even if we talk about like scientific people, when they come up with a new idea to research and explore, that's creativity. Thank you. I support women in science, yes. especially women of color in science, but all of the sciences. Um, shout out to the March for Science, even though I didn't go there. Um, I don't really know what it was about either, but probably like scientific things. Shout out to women of color. <laughs> Are y'all sick of us yet? <laughs> so like of all people mm-hmm. in the world, like black men, it's a struggle, right? But with black women, it's it's so much more that comes with being a black woman. There's so many things that, you know, still to this day, I don't have to think about. Like, just going out on a daily basis that I don't have to think about that black women have to go through. I grew up around majority black women. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, women, period, that are black. To grow up around, like, my aunts and, let me see, my two aunts and my mom. Like, I really get to see the the joy and the pain that comes with being a black woman firsthand, you know? But me personally, I don't have to experience some of those things. So um, I always like to tip my hat off and kudos, you know what I'm saying, to my black women out there. Keep doing your thing. Yes. Thank you so much, Gerald, for that wonderful explanation. He gets it. That wonderful shout out. He we'll does. Take it. Yeah. We really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But before we even start talking about black women's pain. Yeah, it's you can't just say all black women pain without acknowledging colorism. Definitely. What's colorism? Colorism is 
privilege is based on the lightness of your skin, even though you might already be black. So mm-hmm. lighter skinned women are going to experience racism differently than dark skinned women. Obviously, context matters. Yeah. But if we're talking broadly, we can assume that darker skinned women get it even worse than light skinned women. And that's just historical fact. Yeah, like, for example, beauty standards, you know? Like, Yasmin and I, we recognize that for some reason, even though we are black, we are still more privileged in the way that our body shape is, our hair, our whatever, because we have white features. Shout out to Kaya's light eyes. Mm. (laughs) You know, I don't even know where I got those. (laughs) But I mean... It's not just for some reason, right? The reason was probably slavery. Ah, and colonialism, and it's like this in every country. It's not just the United States. Can we address the paper bag test just real quick? Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, the paper bag test is something that happened during slavery, where Mm -hmm. they would hold up a paper bag to someone and say, if you are lighter than this color, you are X, Y, and Z. And it's like positive adjectives, smarter, prettier, nicer, more approachable. Whereas if you were darker than this bag, then you are the opposite. You are negative adjectives. And so a part of understanding blackness and understanding how privilege works and how oppression works is recognizing that the shade of your skin matters. It is relevant to your experience. Mm-hmm. And that is why pain is different for everybody. Pain is different for everybody, even excluding race, right? Excluding race. Pain is all about your experiences, what you've been through. Mm-hmm. But there's also like a general trend that the darker you are in this country the worse experiences that you might have within your job your school your hospitals prison like that's just real i want to bring it to a global thing too bring it globally because it is globally it is you know it's not just the united states and i i know we love to center ourselves but it's not and that's why it's so So powerful how deep colorism runs through all of us. And I think a lot of people don't understand when they think of pain, when they hear black women, right, which quote-unquote complaining, I hear that all the time. Oh, they're just complaining. What y'all don't get is all the things that are added on top of the pain that you see. That's so true. Mm -hmm. I went into the store the other day. Yeah. I just wanted to buy some grapes. Of course. And there's a brand of grapes called Pretty Lady. Oh. And the logo is, like, this white woman with blonde hair, blue eyes, and she's just so pretty. She's so pretty. But that shows what America, what the world, thinks is pretty. Yep. And it's not my face. Nope. But better yet, it's not someone who's even darker than me. It's not their face. Nope. But that doesn't mean that we're not beautiful. Black people aren't beautiful. Black people are beautiful. Yeah, we are. Black is beautiful. And the black of the berry, the sweeter, the, the juice. juice. Yes, honey. <laughs> I try to do as much as I can to, uh, not that they need it or anything like that, because black women could do it on their own, but, you know, just give my love and joy, you know, to them. Because that's, literally, if you think about every leader, every leader, right, that was black, um, just some of the greatest leaders. They've had a very powerful black woman beside them. That's true. And those black women have saved that man from so many situations um, and helped them elevate to the next level, right? So 
a lot of people, a lot of people like to give credit to the man for everything. But like the woman that's beside, like Barack Obama wouldn't have done as many things as he has done if it wasn't for Michelle Obama. So it's like this thing where like he gets the credit. I mean, a lot of us give Michelle Obama the credit, but what I'm saying is like in most cases they'll give the man the credit. When like in Martin fact, Luther it's the King. woman. Yeah. Ex- biggest yeah. example. Credit Scott yeah. held that shit down. Jeez. But nobody talks about it. Mm-mm. So it's like that that concept, and I feel like us as black men need to um, praise our black women more and give them the credit. You know what I'm saying? I love how he said that he is willing to uplift women of color. Yeah. But oh, skirt, skirt, skirt. <laughs> Why aren't we lifting up each other? Yeah, seriously. I want to lift you up, Kaya. You do. (laughs) And I want to lift up so many other women of color that are Mm -hmm. out there that are either struggling, searching for their joy, striving Mm -hmm. for their dreams. Doesn't matter what part of your journey that you are on. I'm Mm -hmm. here for you. Yeah, me too. Put me in that too. And it doesn't even matter if you fail. No, it doesn't. Because we all do. Is the reality of it. Is we all fail at some point. How can we be behind each other when we're falling so that you don't fall so hard right let's talk about failure i'm scared of failure each time like i'm i have fear of failure but i don't let it stop me i fear trying new things i fear like setting bigger goals i also fear not making my goals come true um so me fearing of making them not come true is the biggest fear that I have. So that motivates me to accomplish things because at the end of the day, the things that I set out for myself is what makes me happy. But yeah, I feel failure, but I face it because yeah, I feel like true failure comes when you quit. Like if you just stop something that you really love, that's true failure. But if you decide to just learn from it, like you started off with a a plastic karaoke mic. (laughs) From Toys R Us, so like now you have something from Amazon that's just like very quality driven and just beautiful. So, um, it's all about like understanding how can you be better and how can you do better. And I do that with my goals, I do that with just me as a person with my mind, body, and spirit, all that stuff, you know, how I can treat people better, all that stuff, you know. Shout out to our Barbie mic. Shout out to our Barbie mic. Low key. It was a nice mic, but it dead ass looked like a karaoke mic. Like the kind of mic you would use at Burrito Loco on a Saturday night, four drinks in, you're singing Umbrella with your friend. And then. Ella, 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 eh, 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 eh. But this is legit. This is legit. Yeah. Condenser mic, pop filter. Mm hmm. So we've made it. And like what he's talking about is always improving yourself. Looking back, what did you do in the moment? How can you be better? And that's what we are constantly striving for. How can we bring you guys better content? How can we be more true to ourselves? And how can we keep y'all coming back? And it's honestly hard when you're dealing with all this other pain, which is what he's talking about, is how can you still dig deeper and find that joy even in the struggle, right? Because it's so hard to be vulnerable when... We get these listeners. We don't even know who some of our listeners are, right? Like, you know, we got some people in Kaya's camp. We got some people in my camp. But then we also have some people who are like, what? You're in Germany listening to the Mixed Feelings podcast? Yeah. And we can only talk from ourselves. 
That's all we can do. We try to speak for more. (laughs) (laughs) We get humble, and then we just take it down a notch. Yeah, literally every time we say something that's just a little too wild, someone comes and corrects (laughs) us, and we take it. Yeah, that's good. That's growth. Exactly. What do I say, Kaya? If you're not here to grow, then you You gotta gotta go. (laughs) Any pain that I've been through, and some of my deepest pains, um... I've had just, like, you know, family members pass away that I was really close to. Um, I had a good friend of mine, like, best friend that I grew up with seeing every day. I had him, uh, he he passed also. So I've learned how to deal with pains at different points in my life. Uh, so I've been able to navigate on healthy ways to do so. So if I did find myself doing something unhealthy, I'll stop it. There's so many ways to deal with pain. There's people normally choose unhealthy ways to deal with pain, but the ways that are unhealthy sometimes become so normalized that is legit seen as a way to handle pain. You know, buying things or traveling or um, just like things that are that could necessarily just be bought are kind of things that people see as an escape. And I don't think pain should be dealt with like that. I agree with him. I do too. But honestly, until he said that, I didn't think of it that way. How did you think of it before? You know, I I thought he was going to say that unhealthy ways to deal with pain would be like substance abuse, alcohol, hanging out with the wrong people. But the fact that he he called out traveling, buying things... I think is more, it captures more of us. I think so too, because one thing that I hadn't really thought about is traveling. Like Mm -hmm. traveling is something that I really like to do, but in all reality, it is something that I do when I'm in pain and it's a way that I try to escape from my realities. Yeah. Because when you travel, you're a completely different person. Your past doesn't matter. All it is, is your present. Like Mm -hmm. what is going on right now? Yeah. It doesn't deal with anything. My love language is gifts. So I buy myself things. I totally think that retail therapy is a thing. But, you know, after I get home, it didn't really do much. That's true. You might feel good in that moment Mm -hmm. for the following couple of days. But before you know it, your new things become old things. Yeah. And you need to go out and buy stuff all over again. Or even just the stress of money. Like, I didn't really have money to pay for it anyways. Yeah. So then I get stressed out when I get home, you know? So how do you deal with pain then? Like, how is the right way to deal with pain? How should you deal with it? And the way I deal with my pain is I face the shit. Like, I'm not scared to face my pain. I'm also not scared to share that pain uh, with other people and let them know what I'm going through. There's been people that I've talked to just literally one time, seen once in my life. And depending on how the conversation went, I may end up sometimes like crying depending on what I'm talking about because of just what I'm feeling, but I don't hide that, you know? Like, I'm not a person that's going to sit there and just joke all day and not and try to hide this pain and not be honest as to where I'm at. Um, and I'm not going to give people half-truths. Like, I'll tell you exactly how I feel and exactly what I'm going through because that's the only way you can really learn. Like, if you give somebody a half-truth, they're going to give you a, a half-answer that's halfway going to help you. But if you give the full... They could at least, you know, people that you trust, you could, you could get the insight that could actually help you. So 
I deal with pain by facing it, and I also have outlets where I create, and um, that helps me be able to think through things and also put that emotion into something. Um, and that also helps my joy. Like, it's really interesting. Pain really helps my joy elevate because there's certain things that, there's just certain things that come with facing your pain that you find that joy, right? Because you were talking about the difference between joy and happiness, correct? Mm -hmm. And you say joy stays with you. I believe that. Like, joy really does stay with you no matter where you go. I feel like when you find that joy, then you could go anywhere in the world. You could travel anywhere. You could buy anything. Why? Because you know at the end of the day that's not truly what's making you happy. The joy that's within yourself is what's making you happy. Thank you, Gerald. Seriously. And I want everybody to, at least just for the week or even just for the day, tap into your creativity. Maybe write some quotes down like he was talking about, you know, or find your joy. Write down what gives you joy. Or... Be creative in whatever way feels most real to you. Mm -hmm. And also, don't be afraid to confront your pain. If your pain is being caused by someone, talk about it. Right. Don't, yeah, don't run from it. Because how can I or anyone around you support you if we don't know? Right, because I have so many people in my life that I'm down to support. I'm ready to support. But I know that a lot of us hold back. We shut shut each other off and we put up these walls because we are not ready to be vulnerable mm -hmm. but how can you confront your pain without being vulnerable exactly you can't expect other people to be vulnerable around you if you yourself are not vulnerable first and sometimes that means tapping into your spirit mm -hmm. even if you don't believe in a higher power specifically like knowing who you are who your inner self is knowing what your morals are knowing what you stand for what you wake up for in the morning that is a healthy spirit so you've got homework to do. You've got some homework to do, but Kaya, you and me got some homework to do. Always. And you know what? I'm ready to start being more joyful. And it helps to have a support system, honestly. Seriously. Since I have you on my team, I'm like, let's go. Yeah, we can hold each other accountable and be joyful together or apart. Because you know what? I'm going to hit you up and be like, Kaya, what did you do today to bring yourself some joy? Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening to the Mixed Feelings Podcast. I'm Kaya. And I'm Yasmin. Follow us at the Mixed Feelings Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter as well. We don't have that many followers, y'all, so you, you really need to hit that up at the Mixed Feels Pod. Maybe you're not finding it, <laughs> but follow us on Twitter. Support us at patreon.com slash the Mixed Feelings Podcast. You'll get deleted minutes, and honestly, we're more wild there than we even are here. Can you believe it? I can. <laughs> Shout out to Shad Anderson for the amazing logo every every week. Shout out to Gabe Cox and Banana Slug Productions for our music and sound. And we would never, ever forget about Neethi and Reethi Gupta for the beautiful photography. We, we finna hit y'all up soon because, you know, we only had two outfits. We know we gotta get a third or fourth outfit up in the pictures. <laughs> we love our crew. Thank you. See you later.